0: statistics have shown, and I've done this in a many different ways, and it always shakes out the roughly to be the same. You reduce more yardage by having two things. The first ball carrier to is the, the square, and that you have the first ball carrier being square allows you to reduce the yardage depth possession by about half, and it probably allows you to get, on average, two more players to the
1: ball. Over the course of our season series, we've heard again and again about the importance of fundamentals from coaches at every level. Today, we put the focus on the fundamental of tackling with our in-house tackling expert, Fordham University assistant coach, Vince DiGitano. Coach DiG joined us during camp to talk about tackling situations which are difficult to work in practice, but are important to prepare for because they come up in the game. It's worth going back to that episode and listening to those ideas. Today, the focus is on improving tackling early season and coach Diggs shares insight that he has gained from his study of tackling. He gives suggestions which you can implement in your program to help improve this important fundamental right now. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First down playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like Video Pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 Or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. You have some games now. You have some data. How are you using the information that you're gaining from the games to continue to develop the tackle plan? What do you do now to get some specificity into the drills so that it becomes more prescriptive that you're working things that you need to get better on, that the data that the first games have shown.
0: So we actually, we actually do run the same circuit. I will say that. So one of the things that we progressed to was once we get to a place where we've started the season, and we will keep it, we will keep it exactly the same for the year, but what we, uh, each week, Because we found that there's some value in it. Now, here's, with that being said, really important. Before I even cover what we do for tackling circuits and drills and everything like that, too. We grade, specifically I grade every single session that we have, be it from inside run and scout period and team periods and everything else, too. We grade all of our tackles inside there. So that is our number one. Game scenario drill period, and the biggest thing we do in there is we make sure to grade entry point and like where are they entering the ball carrier? And our major focus is that they're always going to enter the ball carrier square, right? So, and then obviously, with that being said, that that gives huge indicators as to the effectiveness because if we can, statistics have shown, and I've done this in a many different ways, and it always shakes out to roughly be the same. You reduce more yardage by having two things. So the first ball carrier to the square and that you have the first ball carrier being square allows you to reduce the yard depth possession by about half. And it probably allows you to get an average two more players to the ball, bottom line. And when we, and square can be the function of a lot of different things from start to finish on the fit of the play. It's not always gonna be the case, obviously, but what ends up happening is the fit has a lot to do with the angles to the football. So we want to make sure that we are taking great angles to the ball and that we are really trying to create a shell around the football. Like we're trying to cover it on three sides of the football, right in front and on each side of the football. And with that being said, like grading the indie periods in respect to just looking at who's showing up at the football and where are they entering it and the very fine line between being fully square, between being offset, and then obviously being on on the rear hip. There's gonna be plays on the perimeter, you're going to be on the initial person's gonna be on the back hip. But, you know, reality is, is that the more that you can you can get square to the football, the more effective that's gonna be. So that's one of the things that we look at and that's probably the biggest thing that analytically we we grade. And there's a reality that yes, that kind of does lead to some missed tackles. I mean, missed tackles are going to happen more so when You have less people at the ball with bad angles. It's it's, it's just not, I mean, that's not not fascinating in any way. That's just reality. Um, You take a bad angle to the football and only one person there, your likelihood of you getting the ball on the ground is going to be much less than if you are square to the football and have three people. I mean, that's just
1: what it is. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser.
0: And that obviously allows us to address those components in in those drills, in those game-related drills, and it doesn't work separate and apart. Really, at this point, it becomes more about finding out where the deficiency is a lot of times. Is it in the initial read that they're getting out of it too slow? Is it that something's not clear to them? Is it the look that we're getting? I and mean, that's always a reality, too. You deal with scout teams, two players and stuff, and you want to coach them up, and it's unfamiliar territory, so you want to make sure we get the right look. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. Or is it just really physical ability or effort or something like that. And then we have to obviously coach that the proper way to get that right. But that's, I think, number one before we even get into it. We keep our circuit incredibly the same each week. And a couple things that we do, which I have found at different places, and I think it kind of manifests itself. I actually, did start it when I was a head coach too, which I thought I, was good. I thought, I thought it went well and just kind of progressed from there. But in season, what we'll do is – Make sure first of all to take anybody that's not in a two deep and go back to our really our spring winterish developmental drills and take them separate and put them with a coach and give them the opportunity to really get better at those so because that really is becomes the program investment in them is that there may not be in that two deep and and obviously we want them to be at a above a minimum standard when it comes to just the fundamentals and a lot of that has to do with body position and the ability to bend and open hips and, and squeeze at certain angles and things really, you know, some of them is physical and some of it is really conceptual that they have a full understanding of it and just give them that opportunity to be separate and apart and develop. You know, sometimes you have young kids that come in, it moves very fast, it's very different and they need to, you know, be able to have that opportunity. What that, that affords us too is that mostly with the two D, it allows us to get a lot more repetitions with them. and. In doing so, we take we what we do is we make two mini circuits. And first is we the next layer of people that we pull out are the, really the linemen and the first level people. And we give them some specific drills. I actually alluded to one of them in one of the other conversations that we had was we do hoop tackle, you know, allowing them to get to the ground, allowing them to get because we're not going to get live on the quarterback, but allowing them to actually get to, you know, that quarterback level and actually make contact with usually a bag because just because that's what needs to get done. And allow them to kind of finish on top of the bag and everything else too, and feel those angles because they're not going to get a lot of they're not going to get any live repetitions hitting the quarterback. So it's just not going to happen. And then you know working off this close range shed tackle stuff. So that allows them two two circuit piece to have more repetitions. And then the back end people, what we try to do is make sure that the guys that are playing together actually get to rep together. So you'll take you know the field corner and the field safety and whoever's playing a field linebacker and put them together in a group and then put the boundary people together in a group or you know strong and weak however we kind of function you know put them together and allow them to work together and we work really two drills there one of them would be some form of a vice drill a lot of it with entry point a lot of it with entering cans varying levels you know space things like that and then the other one really being a straight open field tackle body on body making sure that
1: I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective, so I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas State champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coaching Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year.
0: One of the things that kind of got to a place is starting with the jump cut more than starting with the working at you, starting with them retreating backwards, you know, starting with the jump cut, because I think the jump cutting and the becoming stagnant and cutting off of things laterally, I think has become more commonplace. And I think that that's probably more, it's tougher because I think when they stop, we have a tendency to stop. So we want them to that and we want them to make sure when they do that that they don't stop. Right, we want to train the eyes that don't stop because that person stops. You know, keep kind of tracking the head, keep your eyes in the right place, keep working towards it. You know, because that's where you get kind of you get crushed is that when especially these teams that obviously spread the field in, and create space with good players. That they go, they, they create space with really good players, and those players tend to create more space inside of the space that they create. So try to address that right away we try to stay consistent with that throughout the year. I found that's the best way to do it. It kind of coincides with what I've spoken about prior where we keep it consistent so that we don't have to reteach each week. And then, you know, there's times when we have to obviously work post-practice or something like that and with with, uh, with guys who need some specific help, but some of their help is not always the same from everybody else. But we found that we kind of, it, it fits a little bit more into what we're trying to accomplish and it kind of during the course of the week and then not trying to address every single variable at times and allowing them to sometimes obviously survive it. If it becomes a consistent pattern, then obviously we have to make some modifications. But for the most part, once we've kind of gotten to this, getting those repetitions, because I I find that sometimes when you have 40, 50 players on defense, and you try to get them through three drills or four drills in a five-minute span, they don't get reps. And I think at this point, we've gotten to the place where we increase by doing it that way and splitting it up in that way. I think we've gotten to a place where I don't want to be quoted because I could be wrong, but it's uh, I'm speaking out loud. So it's roughly over 300 repetitions that you get. I mean, in that five minute period for the entire defense. And to me, that's more beneficial than each guy than maybe getting 75, 80 repetitions. We just need to continue. And over a period of time, when you start to look at the amount of repetitions you get over an 11-week period, and you see the increase you're getting, I mean, the percentage-wise is astronomical compared to what it would be if just, you know, keep everybody in the circuit and just kind of through punches.
1: Thank you again for listening to our season series. Continue to tune in with suggestions from coaches from every level, every side of the ball that can help you throughout this season. Be sure to sign up for our weekly tip sheet and see the catalog of season series episodes at coachandcoordinator.com. If you're interested in learning more on Coach Diggs' tackling system, be sure to check the show notes for both related episodes and his resources.